You're listening to the brand new episode of In Love With The Process. This is actually more of a Thursday check-in episode. And uh, we're listening to the sounds of Betamax. Really one of my favorite songs of this year. Um, of uh, From like all the amazing musicians that have been supporting the show by contributing music to the show for us and uh, this is Betamax's song Abyss so many people ask me about this track it's just got like that old school Chris Isaac very sort of chill wave vibe to it I feel like I'm in a Michael Mann movie gotta get Betamax on the show talk about this stuff big shout out to everybody hey what's happening um Soon to be Happy New Year. Hope you guys are had a good. Oh, Jesus, my mouth doesn't work this morning. Hope you guys had a good holiday. Um, we have been so fucking busy here. Uh, we did a Christmas thing. We went out for Christmas Eve. Did some bar hopping on Christmas Eve. Which, if you're in Los Angeles and if you don't go home for the holidays, it is the coolest thing to do because LA is pretty barren. When it comes to Christmas time, most people that live here are transplants and they have to go home and visit their parents or their family and uh it leaves not only the bar is pretty empty but parking is sweet (laughs) so we can go to some of the coolest places and we did we went and checked out some of the coolest bars here christmas eve and then uh christmas day had a bunch of folks over and uh, made an epic meal epic meal did a crown pork roast that came out fantastic I uh, did a little like bacon gravy, all the things that my body doesn't need. We did that, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, so, how was your holiday? What'd you do? Uh, who'd you hang out with? What'd you eat? Um, feel free to start a conversation with me if you want. Head on over to my Instagram page at Mike Petchy on Instagram, but that page has been, you know, swamped with, uh, yells and screams to see 12km so your your chances are better if you go over to the podcast instagram in love with the process pod and start a conversation with me there what are you guys up to what are you doing what is your i hate new year's resolutions right it just seems so i don't know it seems so empty right oh for new year's i'm gonna lose weight really no i'm not I've been doing this long enough to know that come New Year's, I'm not going to lose weight. It's going to be tough. I'm going to have to get on the bike full time, which has been tough over the past week because it's been raining a lot here in Los Angeles, a lot here in Los Angeles. Whoa, by the way, my voice sounds so different. I'm using uh, one of my Christmas presents today on the show. Gina got me a new pair of headphones. For the podcaster, the guy that's always got headphones on, and these are super comfy, but also they sound a little bit different. It's weird. I dig them. Um, but uh, yeah, my ears. Thank you, Gina. She's in the other room. Thank you, Gina. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, for the headphones. Um, yeah, no, I haven't been able to get on the bike lately just because it's been raining so much, which I guess is a good thing, right? I mean, it's not going to solve our problem out here with the water issue, but... You know, we could use it, you know, buy us some more time, buy us a few more months. (laughs) Um, So let's see what's going on. 
I wanted to come on and chat with you guys because, as you know, if you guys haven't been following me, uh, I had Instagram, I had my Petchy, uh, 12 Camp did go viral. I have been talking about it a lot. There have been multiple episodes of this. Um, and I just heard from some folks that the password wasn't working that I had on the podcast. I don't know why that's the case. Wonder if I can, I can't check this while I'm talking. I can't do both. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to double check it today and make sure that it's working. I don't know why it wouldn't be, but the password is all caps, I-L-W-P, and you'll find the uh, link to listen or to watch 12 cam for you uh, podcast listeners at in love with the process.com on the homepage. You scroll down and say, enter the password. I will, as soon as I'm finished recording this episode, I will go there and verify that the password is still ILWP all in caps. Um, I don't know why the fuck it wouldn't have been. It's weird, man. Um, but what I wanted to talk about on today's show was uh, one of the cooler, one of the cooler byproducts of this whole experiment, right? I mean, I've said it before in other episodes, this thing cat caught fire, uh, went viral, my clip of, uh, well, clip of one of the fans of the movie saying that the only way you can watch this film is if you send me your three favorite horror movies. Um, <laughs> a lot of folks are giving me too much credit. Yes, I've said that. Yes, I wish that that would become a thing, but I never really expected it to go viral, and it did go viral. So once it did, this was a great opportunity for me not only to do some research and development as a director and as a creator, like what kind of movies are people watching, what are they like, uh, but it also gave me an opportunity to really figure out how fucking Instagram works, right? It's like this, it's like this un, you know, you can't really figure it out. Like, what the fuck is their algorithm doing? And how does their algorithm work, right? And, and, and I know that there's a lot of businesses that listen to the show and a lot of companies that listen to the show. Some of you pay a lot of fucking money for social media experts to tell you how this shit fucking works, Right. And if you do a Google search, right, how do I get more views? Like, why is it that I have 25,000 followers, but only about 800 of them see my posts? And you'll read, like, lengthy, wordy articles written by companies that want to sell you shit. Um, and they'll talk about how, like, you have to be posting at the right time of the day, and you have to be in engaging with folks, and you have to, uh, you know, use your hashtags correctly. All this bullshit, Right. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> You're talking to a guy whose whose followers went from what was it like thirty five thousand to seventy one, seventy eight thousand, right? So, like, I've had massive traffic, fast traffic over the past couple of days, and I have been handwriting responses to everybody. So I have been DMing responses to as many people as I possibly can, which means that I'm on it all the fucking time. That's like one of the things they say: you have to be on there all the time. And uh, I have been engaging and talking with folks and, and going back and forth, right? Which is great because I get to meet everybody, I get to meet all you guys, but I'm also testing these fucking rules that they give us on Instagram. Like, what is this and how does this fucking work? I've gotten to the, <laughs> I've gotten to the root of it at this point. With everything that I've done over the past month, I, my eyesight's gone to shit because I've been on my phone too much. Uh, you know, I've strained my relationship because I'm on my fucking phone too much. I've figured out what the fuck's going on with Instagram. And it's not that surprising. All right. 
So let's just talk about the basics, right? And actually, you know what? Hold on. How to get... Let's do this right now. We'll read one of these. It's so great listening to Mike type things because he didn't do his fucking homework, right? That's the best part about this. Set your product strategy for your engagement on Instagram. All this, all, all these fucking people, they're just like fucking vultures. Uh, nine tested tips to boost your Instagram engagement. Okay. All right. So this is this is what a lot of folks are looking at. Now, why is this why is this important? Okay, let's start there, right? I know that there, this, this isn't for those of you who are trying to get your selfies uh, more clicks. This isn't for those of you, you know, trying to get, you know, maybe your food picks more clicks. This is for us filmmakers and us creators that are relying upon eyes on our, on our work, on our projects, on getting our work out there establishing an audience, building an audience, right? This is important for creators, whether you're a photographer or if you're uh, a fashion designer, right? Or if you're someone that is doing makeup and wardrobe or just cutting hair. I mean, my hairdresser recently, her and I was sitting in a chair and she follows me on Instagram and she was like, I don't know, I should have more of a presence because maybe I'll get more clients, et cetera, et cetera, right? The power of social media beyond just sort of fueling our dopamine, you know, uh, vain sort of, you know, needs, uh, it will also, it can be a source of income for you. It could change the way your business plays, right? So this is what it's for, all right? That's why we're talking about this. This is a lot for, for you filmmakers, so I can cut through the bullshit. But let's start by reading the bullshit, all right? So it says here, nine tested tips to boost your Insta- your engagement on Instagram. Track your Instagram engagement, fuck you. Create valuable content, fuck you. Master your aesthetic. Okay, what? Uh, Embrace video content. All right. Engage with Instagram users. Okay. Use hashtag and location tags. Right. Get creative with Instagram stories and reels. What does that mean? And produce consistent quality content. Okay. That last one out of all of them sounds realistic, right? But this is the kind of like vague shit that we get suggested to us. And you know why, man? Do you know why? Because they don't fucking know either. (laughs) I think at the end of the day, the only people that know are the people over at Meta or Facebook or whatever the fuck it is. The people that have designed this algorithm. That's the, the purpose of it. And I think the algorithm changes. Changes consistently and constantly. And the algorithm does one thing and one thing only. It's not there to make our viewing experience more cool. It's not there to, uh, you know, really uh, give us a set of rules in order to, you know, follow in line and have our shit go viral. It's there for them to make money. And first and foremost, with all of these platforms, they make money the longer that we're on them. So they're going to design these things. They're going to release articles on these things telling you that you need to be on it all the time. Because the longer you're on it, the more ads they run through your eyes, right? And let me just say this. I've tried it. Don't even bother with the ad campaign on there. Don't. I've done, for instance, right? One would assume 
that that initial clip that was released by Big Vic Media, which now has over, what, four and a half million views because it went viral. One would assume that's because the content of the clip is interesting. It's what makes it worth clicking on. It's what makes it viral is the actual content, right? And so I did a test while his was running simultaneously and getting all these likes and and, uh, clicks because it's continuously been viral. I also did a paid ad for one that I posted just to see if it was the content alone that was driving that thing. I did a paid ad and I think I paid like $30 for uh, four days or something like that. And they claimed, forget how many, like a hundred thousand clicks or something, some ridiculous thing, right? So I ran them simultaneously. It didn't catch fire. It didn't go anywhere. It really didn't do anything. $30 for that, right? So that doesn't work. (laughs) I mean, it's a side-by-side comparison. Same fucking clip. One of them that was posted that randomly uh, got reposted by someone and it went viral, somehow showed up into the algorithm. That same clip didn't do shit when I paid for it. Keep that in mind. Keep that in consideration as you're sort of planning these things out. Um, all right, so <clears throat> there was a couple things to sort of take into consideration here. Let's let's examine this list, all right? So track your Instagram engagement. Let me give you guys some insight, right? Because everybody wants to know how's, the, how's this stuff works. And I've always promised you guys on the show that I'd be transparent. So I'll be transparent. So when um, this clip went viral, the Big Vic media clip, the thing that was great about it, I think the thing that sort of broke all of Instagram's rules was that in that clip, it was about being driven to my page and asking and engaging with me and the page. So I didn't, it wasn't about the tags that were used. It wasn't about whether or not we were using uh a story or any of that stuff. It was literally the curiosity of the audience coming and wanting to be a part of this experiment, be a part of like sending their three favorite horror films and then getting a film that felt exclusive that, that, that no one else was getting. I mean, it was, it was like a, a really happy, great accident that that whole thing worked out. So once that dropped, just to give you guys some insight, my account So I went from, I think it was like 35,000, which by the way, genuine folks, people that I had either followed or they followed me or they came through. And it took me years to get to 35,000 because I didn't buy anybody. And the idea of buying users is kind of stupid, right? Because you're just getting bots that really aren't going to engage with you anyways. And so the reason why most folks are buying that stuff is for clout and to try to convince sponsors that they're worth something so that they can try to make fast cash. It's kind of like a fast cash deal. But what I've heard from most sponsors now, they, they're much more focused on finding people that have 3,000 followers that are fully engaged than they are finding the folks that have 5 million followers that were bought in their bots because, of course, it doesn't do shit. It absolutely doesn't do anything. And what, what, what most companies are looking for are people that are in a community Right. And then what they need to do, what we try to do here at the show with all of our sponsors is they need to prove to us that what they're selling is going to be worth our time. Right. Worth our time. It was going to be useful, whether or not they have the right intentions in mind. 
I try to filter out a lot of them because I get offers all the time on the show from folks where you just kind of know that they're making some cheap product in China and they're just trying to buy two more Lamborghinis. You know what I mean? So we try to filter through that stuff. So um, why would you buy stuff? It's a red flag at this point, right? And it's been proven. I'm not going to say what celebrities, but there's some pretty high-end celebrities, high-end pop stars. It's been proven that they've bought majority of their bots, which is mind-blowing to me because they already have millions and millions of fans. So what does that mean? Do they have to buy that when they first set up their account so that they look hot when they come out? I don't know, man. It's crazy. Anyway, so let's see. Uh, so uh, from now, let me just read you some statistics, right? So because of this whole thing, since November 28th, I have increased my followers 34%. So we've, I, I think that makes sense. I'm just reading it here. So I went up. Nah, it doesn't make sense. It should be twice that. I went up from about 35,000 um, followers, just under 40,000, really. And then I'm currently at just about 72,000 followers, which is crazy, which is fucking nuts. Um, and then looking at the stats, uh, majority of my folks, surprise, surprise, are 36% of them are 25 to 34 there's about 21% of you guys that are 35 to 44. Um, and, uh, you know, the kids, the young kids, the 13 to 17, which shouldn't be watching my stuff anyways, they're at 5.1%. Um, and uh, surprise, surprise, uh, it's uh, 73% men and 26% women. And, uh, yeah, so that's how much the followers went up. Now, because of that... And because of uh, the posts, uh, we were able to reach uh, 340,000, almost 341,000 accounts reached. Okay. So just get, trying to give you guys uh, insight into what's going on here. And when you look at these stats, they're fascinating. Followers and non-followers based on reach. So we hit 53.1 followers for our stuff that we put out, and 287,000 non-followers with our stuff that gets put out. And I think that really just comes down to the nature of that post, right? Because it's, it's folks that don't know me, folks that don't know my shit, and they're, and they're real. This, this video shows up and says, hey, um, you want to see this director's stuff? That's fascinating. So at that point, right, I suddenly have all this traffic. I suddenly have all these people coming through. And there's been a lot of questions at me, right? Like, how do you make money on your short? Your short looks like it costs a lot of money to make. It did. But at the end of the day, the short has paid for itself just an experience. Like when we finished making 12KM, that was in 2016, something like that. And so since then, that movie has gone on to get me representation get me management, get me in the rooms with some of the biggest people in Hollywood. I mean, if someone said, Mike, cut a check and you'll be able to, to be in Ridley Scott's office, I would have cut a check for that. You know what I mean? So the, the short's already paid for itself. And it, it's far enough out now where it's financially not a burden on me. So the, the need and necessity of making that money back 
isn't there for me. So those of you who are like, well, this is a money-making scheme, it's not. <laughs> I wish it was. Maybe I, should, I could have done it differently. Maybe I should have charged everybody a buck to see the fucking thing. And if that was the case, would you guys all be clicking on it? Hmm. Right? Interesting. But, um, I don't know, maybe I'm a bad businessman, most likely. But uh, what I have done is I've tried to rotate a lot of the attention that's coming in because people get excited. They see the movie. They want to know more. They want to see what else I'm working on. Like, what else? Who? What is this whole community of folks that we didn't know anything about? This feels exciting. This feels vibrant and independent. Well, it is. We try to be. And so I've tried to rally all these folks into the podcast, right? So rotate you guys into a show that uh, will feed you with all the information that you need, make you feel a part of the community. And then the show itself has income. It needs to have income in order to survive, right? So we have our sponsors on the show. That's why I don't charge you for the show. The sponsors pay for everything. And so what I've tried to do is run people to that. I've also tried to raise money for the show by selling T-shirts. And so now I have this many people coming into Instagram I'm trying to rotate their their attention span into maybe buying some shirts, maybe doing some stuff, right? So one would assume that you now have about 70,000 people that follow you. I could start doing some posts and maybe about half, uh, maybe half is too much, right? Maybe like a quarter of 70,000 would see my posts when I put them up all the time, right? And I'm already doing a lot of this stuff. I'm creating valuable content. I created a, well, I didn't create it, but I was a part of the creation of uh, a clip that went viral, right? I've mastered my aesthetic. Like, you come to my thing, you know it's about horror, you know it's about food, you know it's about all that stuff. I am fully engaged with thousands. I think, I haven't, I haven't done a recent check, but as of last week, I sent out 25,000 DMs personally, okay? So I'm fucking engaging. <laughs> I'm engaging, all right, right? I use hashtags. Uh, I use location when I am. I, I have the ability to. So I'm I'm doing all this stuff, and I'm getting creative with stories. I'm putting stories up. I'm doing that kind of thing. So one would assume that my engagement is crushing, all right? So let's take a look here. I do posts, right, with like 70,000. I'm waiting for my phone to load. That's why I suddenly slowed down. I do posts of 70,000, right? And 1,200 people see it. 1,200 fucking people see it. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on here, man? Like, I've done all this. I followed all the rules. Why is it only engaging with 12? Okay, all right. So let's further examine this stuff. So anytime I do a, a podcast advertisement, right? Which essentially drives folks from Instagram to some other place to listen to the show. Maybe it's Apple Podcasts, maybe it's Spotify, maybe it's one of those other places. Once I do that, they don't advertise it. They don't tell you about it. And what's fascinating is, is I've changed the way I've hashtagged them. I've changed the way I've advertised them. I changed what I put in the links and the bios. It still knows. It's crazy. And it's like, well, yeah, how crazy is it? Well, you, did you notice that there's a feature on your phone? If you're texting someone, you could actually click on this little camera icon that shows up on your phone, and it will scan the room for logos. And if you run your phone through the room, I accidentally did it the other day, and it was catching logos off the games underneath our table. It was catching logos off the television. 
These things are so fucking smart at this point that they know just just by identifying what words are on the fucking post, what the hell it is, right? So immediately Instagram's like, well, you're not hosting the podcast on Instagram. So why would we advertise this for you, right? And I know you're like, okay, this sounds a little crazy. <laughs> does it though? <laughs> does, does it though, right? It, 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 so I just, I'm letting you guys know. All right, so then I'm like, all right, well, I need to sort of shift my vibe here, right? I have to shift my posts and everybody's excited about 12KM. So let me post some more behind the scenes content on 12KM, right? And so some of it, does well, but a lot of it is still pretty low. I might post like behind the scenes images from sets and all that kind of stuff. That's not doing as well as one would think. I mean, I'm getting like 10,000 people looking at that maybe, right? But you would assume that that has complete correlation to the viral thing that's happening, right? That's what everybody's here for. That's what all these new folks are coming here for. They want to know more about 12KM. They want to watch the movie. They want to call me bro. And they want to ask, where's the link, bro? consistently. That's what it is. So you would think that these posts would go out to more folks. Nope. Okay. So then you're like, okay, all right, well, what's going on here? So then I started to post reviews. Now here's where it gets really fucking fascinating. I started to post reviews, right? And I like to post reviews from fans because I've said this, if you guys have gone through the process of uh, giving me your three favorite movies, you've got a response from me. And yes, I cut and paste the general response. I read everybody's stuff. I try to give you a little personal statement in there if I can, but I'm responding to thousands of you. I'm not going to write a fucking paragraph, you know, to thousands of people over and over again. Of course, I'm going to cut and paste that. Of course. I mean, I have it saved on a palette on my phone. So that way I can go, here's all the information. Here's this paragraph long of information on how to run this stuff. And how many of you don't even read it? <laughs> so I send that for you guys. Um, and so in there, I say, if you leave a review, if you post a review, if you put something on IMDb or Letterboxd, I will try to repost it, right? Because so many people are proud of seeing the film or proud of engaging with this film, they get really excited about that, right? Engagement. Once again, I'm following the fucking rules. Engagement. So I started to post stuff. And we've overwhelmingly had such great reviews and such very warm and heartwarming folks that love this movie, right? And I'm fucking excited about it. The crew's excited about it. The cast is excited about it. I mean, it's the coolest Christmas present ever. A movie that we made years ago went viral and everybody's excited about it, right? Big Hollywood directors are interested. Like all these folks are coming to us. It's fucking rad. And not for a second am I going to pretend like it's not. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And I've been on Instagram for two or three weeks at this point, just making sure that it, we're getting the most of all of this because it's so crazy. And the hope is that this will help us make bigger and better things. I think the only thing that keeps our reviews from being perfect and the most the most written negative review for 12KM is that it's too short. It's too short. And somebody asked me, if you had more money, what would you have done differently? And I said, I'd add 60 more minutes. <laughs> I'd add 60 more minutes if I had more money. You know, this was a self-financed piece. So, yeah, 
so I started to post some reviews, right? Posted some positive reviews, which is great, but I always start to feel weird about that, right? I mean, of course, all of this is self-promotion, right? Because self you need self-promotion. Without self-promotion, I don't have some paid PR fucking company behind me that is uh, throwing loot at us, uh, that I'm throwing loot at that is running like huge campaigns. I have to do all of this. I have to self-promote it. Without self-promotion, you guys wouldn't even know the fucking movie exists, right? So, yes. But then there's a piece of me that, like, if I'm posting all great reviews, it just seems kind of, I don't know, lame, right? It just seems... I don't know. I, it's like, come on, asshole. You're just going to post all the good reviews? You've got some negative reviews. Post those negative reviews too, right? Be honest. Be honest about it. And so that's what I did. I posted both. And uh, the results are fascinating. Are fascinating. Hold on a second. I'm going to take a break and plug in my laptop before it dies. And uh, we'll do a quick ad read. And I'll be right back. And we'll talk about the results. Okay, <clears throat> let's take a moment here, and I want to talk about one sponsor in particular on the show. I want to talk about our friends over at Fujifilm. Now, uh, you guys have been listening to the Fujifilm Creator Series that we, they have produced with us. Uh, you have been uh, looking and engaging with the contest. We gave away a free X-H2S camera. Um, but look, I want to keep Fujifilm around as a sponsor. Right now, we're talking about them coming back for next year. And a big part of that, full transparency, is that you guys need to engage, right? The audience needs to engage. I know you guys all love them. So just do me a favor. Click on the links in the description of this episode. Each of those links are trackable links. They know that the people that go to those links come here from the show. And they're looking at our numbers. So everybody that's listening to the show right now, click the link in the description of this episode. Now put a good link there. How about a link for refurbished gear? You guys, a lot of folks have extra Christmas money kicking around. Maybe you want to buy some lenses. You want to buy a camera that will change your art for the year. And some of this stuff is pretty expensive. Refurbished gear oftentimes is the way to go if you're trying to save some cash, right? If they're selling it as factory refurbished, they're guaranteeing it to a certain extent. And I've got myself refurbished gear. One of my cameras I got years ago, the old Nikon that we had, was a refurbished purchase. And that thing lasted me for years. I made a ton of money off of that rig. So click the link in the description of this episode. Support Fujifilm. And like I said, I have been shooting with, excuse me, the X-H2S camera for a while now. I love that rig. I love shooting 4K with that rig. Uh, I have the whole thing like really set up. I've got an amazing 1.8 aperture 50 millimeter portrait lens that is gorgeous for that camera. Um, so it really can change your world. Um, our Sergio, the, the guy that won our contest, won the camera for the contest. I got to hang out with him. Just so happened he was here in Los Angeles. So we got to go have beers. I handed him the camera. He has since gone on to change the way his company works. He's shooting with the Fujifilm for video. Um, he just hired a bunch of people that I know to work on the piece. It was crazy, man. It's wonderful that Fujifilm not only was able to support an artist like that, but also really sort of support this whole community of people, which is great. So please 
support us, support them, click the link in the description of our episode. And uh, yeah, that'll be that. All right, let's get back into it. talking about the difference between the, the positive and negative reviews. Let me pull them up here on my phone now while we're talking. So I don't know if you guys have the same setup on your rig, um, but mine, I can actually use the, let me go back here, go back. I can use the professional dashboard on um, Instagram. And this is actually a very helpful feature. It, it tells you how many people you're reaching, how many people are engaging with stuff, how your posts are doing. Um, how many total followers, where are they coming from? How many people are unfollowing you? It's a great resource if you're trying to build an audience. It really is. So let's see here. I want to look at accounts reached. So we'll go into accounts reached. Top posts. Here we go. Top posts based on reach. So let's start here. So in this category, this will tell me my top post over the past 30 days, which is right in the range of when all this stuff went down. Um, let's look for a positive review that I posted. Now, mind you, I'm scrolling down because it doesn't nearly show up. All right. Let's see. Positive, positive, positive. Going down further here. Stand by. Yes. This is crazy, isn't it? Okay, here's a positive review that I posted on the film. It was a review from IMDb talking about how they liked the movie. This post, I mind you, I've got 70,000 followers. This post has 153 likes, two messages underneath it, right? Five saved clips. This reached, and I, so first off, you see that, right? I see that as a, as, a, as a poster for this, and I go, what, only two people said something about this? Doesn't make sense. How does this make any sense? So I go and I look at the, the reach, right? And let me click and, and give you what Instagram's definition of reach is. The number of unique accounts that have seen this post at least once. Reach is different from impressions, which may include multiple views of your post at the same accounts. These metrics are estimated, they say. Okay, fine. Reach for this post is 3,000, almost 4,000 out of 70,000. So 3,000 people for a good review. The engagement, the amount of uh, engagement, 155 accounts engaged. This was sent to 3,000 of my followers, 3,500 of my followers, and just under 300 non-followers. That's for a positive review. A second positive review that's right next to it, 139 likes, two comments once again, literally only reached 3,300. These numbers stay consistent. Right? Like the algorithm's deciding, like only 3,000 people get to see this. So those are for positive reviews. Now, I did a side by side post because initially, because I felt awkward just posting good reviews. And I also found it interesting how passionate people would get for negative reviews. And sometimes in the negative reviews, there's something to be learned. So I posted those as well. My top post 
more than the trailer for the movie, more than me reposting the viral clip, my top post over the past 30 days is a negative review where a guy calls me a son of a bitch, right? He literally calls me a son of a bitch in the post. Let me give you the numbers for this. This has 4,000, just under 5,000 likes, 320 messages underneath it. It has been shared 278 times. This account, or this post, according to Instagram, according to their algorithm, their algorithm felt like this was a worthy post to be shared with 53,000 people. 53,000 people. And it was just me screen capping a conversation from somewhere. So there is no art involved with it. There's no, there's, 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 all it took was for me to push the two buttons on the side of my iPhone and then repost it. 53,000 people reached this thing, right? And let's look into it here, right? Instagram's algorithm decided that 43,000 people deserved, out of my followers, 43,000 of my followers deserved to see this post. So it was seen by 43,000 of the people that follow me that want to see my posts, right? One would assume that 43,000 would be the number that would see all my fucking posts because they tuned in, they follow. That's why they follow, right? And it sent it out to just under 10,000 non-followers. Insane. So you go, all right, well, that's a crapshoot. And you try to examine this and you go, well, other than the negativity, what the fuck else is here? It's just... One, two, three, four lines of text. That's it. All right, well, let's go back a couple. Here's another negative review that was posted right right after it. This one here, 3,000, just over 3,000 likes, just under 400 messages, shared 76 times. Instagram decided, the algorithm decided that this negative post should reach about 40,000 of my followers and 3,000 non-followers had 46,000 impressions for a negative post. And this continues. My top one, two, three, in the top 10, there are five negative review posts that all have over 20,000, over 30,000 views. So what's that mean? Right? In a larger picture, what's that mean? Well, maybe you should consider some things as an audience member. Maybe you should consider some things as an amateur reviewer, right? Maybe you should consider the fact that negative reviews do better than positive reviews. Negative reviews drive more people to someone's stuff than positive reviews do. May sell more tickets, may sell more merch. Negative reviews are worth their weight in gold. So maybe... You know, you make a fucking, uh, and like, let me say, let me just say this, all of the executives and all the marketing folks keep this in mind. We're on the phone with marketing people all the time for pop stars and people that we work with and they come up with like marketing strategies and everything. So there's rooms full of people that design these strategies room. And sometimes I look at who they're hiring as their PR people or their Instagram specialist people, or their social media specialists, and it's just young kids, right, that they bring in there, and they're like, well, I I figured out the algorithm. No, the thing to figure out here is that negativity sells, right? I've posted this multiple times, uh, articles on how Nike, when Nike became an asshole and was saying really shitty things about people, they sold more sneakers than ever, 
than ever. And I've seen it, right? Before I just read these articles in Forbes, hey, my, I waited for you, man. Get out of here. The fuck, the I think he's just fucking with me. It's like looking in the window and smiling and running his, uh, <laughs> running his leaf floor. Get out of here, dude. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I've read about this stuff. I've posted this stuff. I've read articles in like different magazines, but you're like, okay, where's this coming from? Is there any truth to it? Thankfully, because of everything that had happened, I took advantage of the situation. I tested the theory of it, and it's true. It's 100% true. So when you see studios deciding to take legacy characters and change the gender of those legacy characters, and they know 100% that it's going to piss off a lot of the old fans and that the old fans are going to be verbal about this and start complaining about this, all of those things are going to trigger harder in the algorithms. The, the advertising alone for negative reviews is going to drive more traffic than any positive reviews will towards a movie, right? It's just the case. It's just the way the game works. And so when you have folks like, I don't want to get too deep into it because I don't want to choose sides and I don't believe in what's being said, but you look at Kanye. That motherfucker knows what he's doing, right? Negativity. Negativity makes money just does. And there's something fascinating about this. And so what can we do? What can we do as an audience? Well, let me give you some advice. As folks that have been sending me bad reviews and people that I talk to and they get a little nasty about things, and I'm always incredibly curious about that. I like having negative reviews. I like having any sort of positive feedback. But when someone writes back to me and says, who made this movie, a five-year-old? And you go, what does that mean? <laughs> Let's further break that down. What exactly does that mean? Um, those people are so passionate about the film. And I love that. If I'm triggering a really honest, passionate, emotional response out of you, that means that you're thinking about it. That means that it's triggering something in you. And of course, it's not my goal to make everybody pissed off when they watch my content. And sometimes you do. And I respect the folks that get as pissed as the people that get passionate about the movie and love the movie. Because at least you've been a part of it. At least we've all been making something together and experiencing something together. That is the coolest thing in the world. That is why storytellers exist. Engagement is what you want. But I tell these folks that get so impassionate, so pissed off, and sort of really fucking rude about how they write their stuff. I go, dude, look, I know you don't want to hear anything from me because you just watched a movie from me and you think I'm an asshole and you think I suck. But let me give you a little bit of advice based upon the stats if you don't like something, if you don't like a movie, the best thing you can do to destroy that thing is say nothing. Say absolutely nothing. Don't even let it bother you. Just pass it over. Don't post about it. Don't tell your friends how much it sucks. The misconception is that people think if they tell you that something sucks, that no one's going to go watch it. It's completely the opposite. If you tell somebody that it sucks, they're all going to go and see. They're all going to go see what made you so fucking passionate. They're all going to go watch and see if they agree with you because people like to be argumentative, right? And this is something that I've had to do myself, right? Because I'm just like you. I've watched stuff and I fucking hate stuff and I get mad about it and I complain about it. People just roll their fucking eyes, right? But at the end of the day, they go check it out, right? Anger sells. When you're pissed off about something, it's firing more synapses in your brain. You're getting more of that dopamine. It sells. And here's what's fucking creepy is that these companies 
Social media companies know this. They know this. And they've designed all of this stuff to get us angry and to get us heated and to get us in these arguments. And yes, we've heard about this in the news and people have talked about how social media has swayed elections, how social media is changing the way that we act as a society and how we interact with each other. It's uh, increasing the levels of suicide. It's increasing all sorts of really terrible, terrible emotional things in human beings. For what reason? To sell things. To sell things. Crazy, right? Now, I know some of you may be listening to this going, Mike, we know this already. Okay, great. Move on. There are a lot of folks that don't. Don't believe it. Don't understand this stuff. And I just wanted to share it with you. As I became fortunate enough, someone showed up in my driveway with a Lamborghini, right? Uh, two, about a, three weeks ago, my, my thing went viral. Suddenly, I had access to all this stuff, and I took advantage of it. And I ran some tests, and I've got the results. So if you are, and what am I saying, right? If you're going to try to put out some content, uh, do you have to play to the algorithm? Do you have to put out this negative content? I don't know. My concern is, is if I post too much negativity, right? If I'm posting too many negative reviews, then my site, people are going to become physically and emotionally exhausted with my page, right? They're going to be exhausted with all this negativity. I've had a few people write to me going like, oh, I don't want to read the bad reviews for your movie. And I go, I know, I know, I know. I'm just doing something here. I'm trying something out. Let's see if this plays. And I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer is. The thing that sucks, the thing that really sucks is that when you sign up for these social media accounts and you, we spend a lot of fucking time trying to get our work out there, trying to find fans. And then when we do find stuff that we like, like I'm someone that subscribes to all sorts of filmmakers and musicians and chefs. I subscribe to their stuff because when I sign on to my social media, I want to see what they've posted today. I want to see what they're doing next. That's the fucking purpose of clicking follow right? And it's a lie. It's a straight fucking lie. It's not there for that reason. The algorithm figures it out. How crazy is that? And then you can examine this beyond just Instagram. You can examine this as you start to get into the streamers. You can examine this as you start to go further with this. It's nuts. Now, do I know how to change it? No, I have no idea how to change it. Do I know how to take advantage of it? Maybe. I wish I could. I wish I knew the formula that I could tell you guys, here's the formula to create a viral piece that will get your shit viral and get it out there. But I have no fucking idea. I had uh, Big Vic on the show and I'm like, dude, what did you do? How did you get this viral? It's just somebody saw it. Somebody posted it. It showed up in the ethos that way. I don't know how to do it. I can't recreate it. We've attempted to. Like we've kept it alive longer by reposting things and having people repost the clip. But I can't, re I can't rec recreate that thing. I don't know how to do it. I will say this, though. Any negative review sends a shitload of traffic our way. Lots of traffic our way. Now, am I going to entice people to write negative things about my work? No. <laughs> no. No. And I'm concerned now that I've been posting a lot of negative stuff. I, there are people out there that are writing negative things because they think I'll repost it, which is funny in itself. Yeah, weird. So did you start dealing with the human species on a larger scale? It's so fucking weird how we move, right? It's wild. It's fucking crazy. I don't know. We've been going on about this for about 48 minutes. 
So I should wrap this up. I just figured you guys would find it fascinating. I wanted to share my findings with you. Um, and I'll try to share more as we go through, as we go forward with this. But we're so obsessed with social media and we're, we need it. We need it. Without it, I wouldn't be able to show as many people 12 cam. But there's so many fucking people out there that want to sell you services or t t teach you trips tricks and techniques on how things are done and you read about all this stuff it's all bullshit man it's all bullshit here's summed up here it is algorithm luck of the draw at the end of the day it's luck of the draw somebody probably with some high traffic reposted it someone with some high numbers reposted it and that went out because it fit their algorithm right so let's say someone that's got a million two million they repost it and suddenly that shows up heavy on their story feed and then that runs, right? And a lot of people are commenting on it. The thing that was kind of genius about what Big Vic did on our piece was that he had that little line at the end, is this genius or arrogant, right? And so if you look at his initial post, the only people that like to comment under the millions, I think there's a couple hundred thousand people that just want to yell about it. And they're like, fuck this guy. He's fucking arrogant. This is dumb. What a fucking dumbass idea. Why would I ever watch this movie? And if you go look at me, I go underneath those posts and I go to each one of those people that I can get my hands on and go, hey, would you like to see it? And they go, yeah. And then they watch the movie and they go, it was really great. So they just want to bitch. And bitching drives content. So all that bitching and all that commenting that went underneath that clip, initial clip, made it go viral. The negativity underneath that clip went, made it go viral. And maybe that's why mine didn't go viral, because I've been getting a lot of positivity under mine, as opposed to Big Vic's. Fascinating, right? So that's a big thing. That's the biggest takeaway out of all of it. Negativity. Well, we said this. Cheeseburgers, boobs, negativity. Cats, dogs. Anything that is triggering like an insane dopamine rush, this algorithm's tied into that really hard. And they've also locked into it. Understand that if you start reposting TikToks, you start reposting that stuff, which is on a competitor's uh, service, they're not going to give you the attention that you need for that. That's why we've been having trouble with the podcast posts. Crazy, huh? Thought you guys would find it fascinating. Well... As we progress into the new year, I hope you guys, uh, if you if you have to come up with a resolution, come up with something that is easy to accomplish. Don't you know? Don't try to change your life. Like maybe uh, maybe decide that you're gonna uh, you know finally ask that girl out, or maybe you're gonna call your mom on New Year's Day. Like come up with something that you can achieve. You know, don't set yourself up for failure. And uh, thank you everybody for supporting the show. This has been the best year yet on the podcast you want to start you want to talk some stats last thing i'll talk about are the final stats uh so all time our show this year because of your help we've done 160 percent better than all of the other years that is 160 percent more followers on the show more listeners on the show and as a reward for this, I promise you I'm coming up with bigger and better and meaner and more exciting episodes as we push into 2023. So stick around, everybody. And as always, thanks for listening to the show. And uh, you'll catch some new episodes coming. 
next Thursday. So let me leave you with a track. I'm randomly going to push a button here and see who it is. I'll see you, everybody. Bye.